Yeah, what's up? Welcome to the first episode of Heckle Proof Podcast. Woo! I'm Carl Lee. I'm Zach. I'm Matty J. And before we get started, let's show some love to our sponsors. I want to give a shout out to Hawaiian Hut for taking care of us. I want to give a shout out to Chadwick's Pub for taking care of us. And Medford Rod and Custom. And of course, Real Comedy Underground. Whoop, whoop. That's right. So here we are, fellas. Our first are. episode. About we to tear it. it off. We're here. We made it. We're here. We made it. We made it. Mama made it. I'm so grateful, man, because I think I picked the two best people to be by my side and support me. Oh, man. And see me through all this. We going to lift you up, Carl? We you show sure No, you going to get me high. Oh. Maddie guy, I got a contact high like a mom. <laughs> you chose me because it, it was a legal obligation for <laughs> father time. <but>. See, I, <laughs> I am a, I am yeah, a contact damn. high. That's the way I work. <laughs> I'm pretty high right now. Everybody feels great around Maddie. Maddie, everybody feels great around Maddie. Just like, just like we then like afterwards they question their decision. Maddie just be lighting up joints. They just be like, ooh, my back pain. <laughs> I had back pain for two weeks straight. What 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 my back pain? I got these no. sensitive gums. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to go to dinner after this. I'm gonna be like, what are you, you gonna be What are you ordering? I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna get one of everything. <laughs> they got a sampler platter. <laughs> Can I get four burgers? Is there a limit on burgers? Went to a fancy ass restaurant. Ask for the sampler platter. <laughs> you guys so, ever notice when you're uh, okay? You go out to a big group, nice dinner, right? You go to yeah. a fancy place. Yeah. There's always one at the table. If you're Italian, right? You're you're going to Italian food. There's one guy that's got to do the accent when he orders his. Food. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Don't you fucking hate that? I hate that because number one, that guy doesn't talk like that ever. Yes. Right, but he's like, I'll have the rigatoni. <laughs> like, it just hurts my heart when it happens. I'll, I'll have to admit, I do, that at, I do that at Mexican restaurants. You do? Yeah. Don't. Because no, but here's oh, the I thing. took Spanish here's for thing. two years. But here's the thing. Like, people never do that at cheap-ass restaurants, right? Like, when you go out to Chinese, <laughs> when you've got the Chinese, you're never like, uh, yes, I'll have a uh, iced tea. And I'm mafa chica. Mafa chica. That's so, so funny. So tell me what you do when you go to the to the Mexican joints. Like you go into like you go into mucho gracias. So. No, not those ones. But not right, those I, guess, ones. I mean, I guess oh, I would. Shit. No, I'm talking about like sit down restaurants. No, I usually I will. But <laughs> not if it's those like, ones. What kind of fancy like a, ass sit down Mexican? I'll restaurant. say like uh, like I'll say like um, I don't even know tamales. I'll say it like that. Or oh like yeah, yeah. Chile relleno because that's how they say it, and they can understand it better too. If I'm you know, it's because when you speak Spanish, a lot of people that speak Spanish already have a natural accent. They so, do, they do. So, so what you're telling me is at a at a Mexican restaurant, you don't think they're used to white people going, oh, I have a chile relena. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they are. You but think they don't get it unless you speak to them in their No, own. but I mean, if there's a cute waitress, I could, imp- I could gain, I gain some points, uh-huh. you know? If I'm like, yeah. Because you're the it. only that's white true. guy that's ever come into a tamale. Mexican restaurant and all of a sudden right. developed an exactly. accent. Exactly. Exactly. I know how to do. I know how to do. Like, a, like I, I can talk. I well, can let me see. What, what, let's see it. What are you talking about? Let me see. But tell I'm a waitress. Hey, what? what? Welcome to. Why you would not. I would drop the out accent. Of Welcome to Hola. see your puppies. <laughs> your puppies. See your puppies. <laughs> can I take your order? Yeah, you, I, well, I told you guys, I usually get the chili relleno, so I say that. See, but you see what he's no. doing? Like, the whole chile time relleno. the whole time he's talking normal until he gets to... Yeah. What am I supposed to be like? This yeah, is let me, uh, go ahead, get me the uh, chili relleno. Yes. No, 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 I this want is you how to you do it. This is how you do it. Channel Antonio Banderas. <laughs> do it, Maddie. No, trust me, this is... Uh, okay, this ho- is okay here we go, Maddie. Wait a minute, Maddie, no. Welcome to Singular Party. Can I take your order? <sighs> 
Yes, I think you can. <laughs> First off, I would like some salsa and chips. But bring me two of the salsas. I like it wet. <laughs> I'm now talking like that every time See, I go to a Mexican restaurant. Every single time. It's getting late that night. Yeah, dude, you're, you're smacking. If you can learn cheese. how to talk like Antonio Banderas. Because oh, oh, women, always, women always say that. They're like, oh, Spanish yeah. is so sexy. But it's not the real Spanish. Like, it's not that construction not. Spanish. It's not. They're not yeah. wanting that guy to whisper in their ear, like lean over, whisper in their ear, like. Because <laughs> that's construction Spanish. That's the way it works. There's no words. It's whistles. I'm just, I just got so excited. I can't even do. <laughs> it's the gap in your teeth. Shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, for your ass. Come up missing. Yeah, but you know what? He ain't, got, my, a, he ain't got a floss. It's my daddy gap. That's, a, that's our I next think. episode. He got one less tooth I to think. floss than everybody <laughs> else. Daddy gap. I think. I don't know that nigga. No, that's your gap in fatherhood. That's what that is. <laughs> that's your gap in employment. <laughs> oh, how about, that's welcome his, to the roast of Carl Lee. That's his gap in relevancy. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the, the roast of the aging Carl. The aging Carl. The aged black Angus. <laughs> Because all beef is but better it's, when it's aged. All beef. <laughs> that's, I'm now. I'm gonna be beef jerking about ten more years. Beef jerking. <laughs> not black Angus, just beef jerking. Beef yeah. jerking. Coming out to the stage, give it up for beef jerking. I feel like that's <laughs> selling more, beef jerky T-shirts after and shit. That's actually more real in the white community. Like old black men look good still. Like yeah, old white men crack. are the ones that's that look it. a little like jerky. They're like albino black jerky, like white crack. chocolate jerky. <laughs> chocolate ta- jerky. We, me and Carl talked about this the other day. I was like, either black don't crack or they just look old as shit at a young age like Greg Oden. <laughs> Greg Oden. <laughs> Greg Oden's 20 looking like he retired. No, 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 no. Greg Oden looked like a seven foot black Geico commercial caveman. <laughs> If you don't know who Greg Oden is, Google that dude. Google that bitch. His forehead got more wrinkles than a Golden Girls vagina. He's the only player in NBA history to be drafted (laughs) and retire on the same day. Same day. (laughs) Carl, I just want to thank you for being a friend. Oh, he yeah. called that. You know that show, mm. Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Okay, I'm impressed. He thinks Golden Girls is R. Kelly's ex-girlfriends. <laughs> Zach is I'm a millennial, but I'm a I'm an old soul. I was no, definitely watching Rose. I was watching Rose growing up all day. On here's Golden the difference Girls, between that was my sh- I like the, that show. The, the, why I think older black men look good mm-hmm. and older white men. Look frail because of mm-hmm. fucking racism. <laughs> yeah, no. In a way, in a way, that's some yeah. of it. But no, it's so like, racist. It's just sucking the life out you. The <laughs> life that you want to suck from us is sucking from yourself. Self suck. All this sucking, man. Uh, that sounds like a fleshlight commercial. Self suck. The new flesh. Self suck. <laughs> but no, the difference is that when and you'll like this, Carl. When when uh, black men get older, they look more confident. They've seen enough shit in life, and they get this kind of like you're not going to phase me kind of look, right? But yeah. you notice that when white men get older, they look terrified. They just go from <laughs> looking reverse. confident in their fifties to like just as the hair slides back, so do the eyebrows. I'm pretty sure it's like oh, and the movement no is loud slow. noises. <laughs> And the movement is slow, like everything around them is sensitive. That's why I think that gold diggers earn their shit. Because if you have to fuck that guy, dude, that's like fucking in slow motion. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine that? Just like, there's a lot of girls from this valley that have done stuff like that. And I'm just like, no, I'm not knocking that. I'm saying no, they've no, earned I'm just it. saying I yeah. never thought about that. No, but it's crazy. Everybody like, it's earns crazy their money. Man. There's girls, everyone. There's girls I know that are my age that are, there's uh, a couple in particular that I can think of. And they are with like, 
60-year-old men. And they know they're gold digging. Like, they talk about it. And I'm just like, yeah. how could you even, like, I don't know. How could you stomach that? You know, I don't know. That's a good way of putting it metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing, man. Because honestly. I, I mean, they might be shooting blanks. So they might have to not stomach anything. So I don't know if I could see myself. <clears throat> oh, I could. But a lot oh, of them. Oh, I could. Let's just start oh, that no, conversation. But like a 70-year-old woman. Absolutely. Here's the thing. I've thought about this. Damn. Oh, yes, I've thought about this. Oh, Absolutely. If I found a, a decent, true sugar mama who was a good person, as long as she's not a bad person, she's a good, sweet old lady, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I could do that. You know, she's loaded. Mm-hmm. I just set up big-ass comedy shows. She would fund them. Mm. <laughs> then I see. I would, but the, I would support that for so, my career. <laughs> so talking to them, too, they said a lot of times they don't even want anything sexual. They just like the companionship. The companionship. I mean, let's be mm-hmm. honest. And they that's can't. exactly why I thought about this. <laughs> they don't want to be. The, you don't want. They, they, Florence does not want to get destroyed. Florence don't want Florence. She's not going to get her Gertrude. back broken. Yeah, Ethel. Ethel don't Ethel. want her back broken. Ethel. <laughs> Ethel, Ethel, Ethel ain't trying to get none of that D. Matter of fact, too much motion. Seasickness. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a very easy way to earn your money. Matter of you fact. You got to give her you, Dramamine before you guys have sex. <laughs> right. Matter of fact, if she's got Parkinson's, you don't have to move. You don't have to move. Right. So, it's like a reverse damn. vibrator kind of. You'll figure it out. And she, and, and she can, like, shake your protein shake for you, too. Hey. Just sitting there. Uh, That's true. Just jitter. jitter you, make, you make the shake, you give it to her. Yeah. Just, that ah, joke was good. brought to you by the manor. <laughs> brought oh, to you by. We just got a new sponsor, didn't we? That joke was brought to you by the 75,000 retirement homes here in the Valley. <laughs> I have Building a, more. Yeah, I, I have a feeling, though, that uh, pretty soon you're going to see less and less of that. Like there's just going to be less people overall. Like I love that the most millennials are not breeding because that's so smart right now. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to save the fucking Can't planet. Stop yeah. having kids. I Stop having kid. fucking kids. For Man, I yeah. remember when them young bucks were breeding. Like oh your generation's that your generation slowed down on that shit. Yeah, they were breeding. But them. man, my generation is the reason why Section 8 and HUD came into effect. Holy <laughs> shit. They were dropping True. off kids like bombs in Japan. Gosh, man. I know it was almost like a race. My, my generation had a had a time where they were doing that too. Like right out of high school, I feel like I my I had my daughter around the same time. Like probably twenty of my friends had kids too, and I'm just like, holy crap! Why here's here's it's the like, thing. oh, we're doing this. Okay, let's do it. Well, any dad will tell you though. Like in hindsight, like in the beginning, you're like, oh man, Zach, damn, they got pregnant early. Like that sucks to have that happen early. But in hindsight, once you've raised kids, you're like, by the time your yeah. kid is older, right. And ready to be independent. Like, right. that's exactly the age you want to be doing mm-hmm. shit. Because I know a lot of people that waited till they were, like, 28. And then yeah. they had them kids, mm-hmm. right? And so by the time their kids actually finally fucking leave, because now it's, like, what, 28, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> is how long kids stay. Yeah. So by the time their kids actually leave, it's like, oh, you're free, and you're 75. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'll be, I'm going to be 45. No. My daughter's going to be 21. Man, I'm in my prime still. That's dope. Yeah. Right. You, you guys can me? do awesome <clears throat> shit together because yeah. it was early. You know? That's yeah. right. And you to be a, you'll be the cool dad. Yeah. I'm. Yep. Right. Sure. They got trauma issues. They got they trauma issues. way too young by you. But <laughs> exactly. outside of that, like, it's good exactly. for you. It scares me something. My daughter's so much like me and, it, like, has the same kind of mannerisms and the way she acts. I'm just like, What? Isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Crazy. But it's beautiful to watch. Oh, it's though. so beautiful, man! Well, it's they, one of the. It's it's taught me the most in life, honestly. And that's why you got to be careful, man, because they watch you. They pay attention to you too. Oh yeah. Oh, they, they pick up yeah. every. They pick thing. up. They pick up the way you conduct yourself, and they actually, 
yeah. you can just see them implementing that they unconsciously yeah. in their everyday approach in life. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's and crazy. It's awesome how, like, in the first couple years, it's all sweet, right? Mm -hmm. And then everybody says, oh, it's terrible twos. It's not. It's three. No. It's always three. So, sure. like, at year three, all of a sudden, everything you hate about yourself they're going to reflect right back at you <laughs> in their behavior. And so mm. that year three is about you accepting first that you have to learn how to discipline your child. Yeah. But secondarily, yes, yes. it's the realization that, oh, I have to relearn some shit because I am doing all those right. things. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's like the first time you see your kid, like, smear shit on the wall. I've never seen You're that. You're like, fuck, she now. saw me do that. I and know. now... <laughs> Exactly, man. She just walking on you. You put shit art on the wall. Like, get out of here. Sharks. It's called shark. Shark. Get out of here. It's making shark in my room. I'm doing shorts and crafts. Who is that? No, it's shorts and crafts. Shorts and crafts. That's our new sponsor. Shorts and crafts. A store that has everything you need for incontinence. Exactly. That's one thing we all have in common. We all dads to girls. Oh, they're going to say we all shart and crap. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> That's a different that. kids book. Instead of everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody poops. Yeah, it's we like all got girls. We, you, there's no boys in here, huh? New no. oh girl, gosh. dad, club. I got a grandson. I have a grandson. Don't count. Don't count. Yes, it does. No, you don't get him during his bad times. You get you get to send that kid home no, whenever you, got, you want. You're you're a granddad to that child. That's why it's different. Mm -hmm. Girl dad is different than granddad. Because check it out. If you were yeah. granddad to girls, yeah. Oh, it's so freeing. Like you don't give a fuck what they do. They right. just come around every once in a while. You get the sweet side of them. You never see the other side. Yeah. Man, I just said, I like that granddad, girl dad. You're right. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we're girl dads. That's different. Like, we girl have anxieties. Dads. Yeah. Like, I'm... Your girl's going to meet a dude just like you, bro. Just no. like you. He goes, look just like you, like a fucking boy band lead singer. He goes, he's going he's gonna to have a chain, Tell too. Tell me why ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why. That was a little too the natural. Of words. It didn't matter. I never want to hear you say, I want it that way. Now I can see that we're falling apart. You know, no way, way more that of this it used than you let to on. be. Yeah. Maddie, no matter every, the distance. No matter. Oh, wow. Uh, was that the, uh, we just <laughs> lost two sponsorships just from that moment. Right Every there. guy got a little band, boy oh, band. I, that, was, that was back here. I was an NSYNC. I, I was, was New Edition. No, oh, yeah, I think I like every boy too. band has a little but New guy. Edition was way before my time. I was a New Edition. Maddie was the Osmonds, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, Jackson 5 was the boy band that I grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie was the Osmonds. The Osmonds. Can you, have you ever seen the Osmonds? I have. They, my my they mom were, talks about it. They're Mormon 5. They were Mormon boys trying to trying to compete with Jackson 5's era. They were trying to come up. Danny Osmond, like the, yeah. big, the big one. Danny and Donnie. Donnie, Donnie. Osmond. They're so. just too clean. That's the problem. Like, they didn't do well because they're too clean. They're too, too clean. perfect. Yeah. And people couldn't identify. They like, couldn't. Remember Hanson? Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, they still, they, they were still like, kicking they it, were still, Yeah, performing and stuff. Like, what? When you I just perform that thing. one song? They all could play instruments. And Maddie yeah. being a musician yeah. understands if you could play instruments. You're entertaining no yeah. matter what. Yeah, because yeah. it gets to a point like nobody wants to see like in sync 
30 years from now. There's a limit on that <laughs> shit, though, because trust they me. They can't even get the arm all the way out. They're just going to be like. There's, you you got to have a filter, though. You got to have a stopping point. You can jump the shark. I mean, like, nobody wanted to see little Wayne with a fucking guitar. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Just turn into rock? That, no. That was dumb. Like, nice. talk about, like, Snoop Dogg how does reggae? one guy single-handedly make guitar uncool? Like <laughs> Little Wayne. There was a four-week cooling period where no guitarist got laid the second that he <laughs> fucking strapped on <laughs> Yeah, I dressed up as Lil Wayne for Halloween one year. Oh, mm. it was hilarious! So Actually, you did the blackface? No, not Thank the blackface. Because Lil Wayne is ugly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm light skinned. No, here's the thing. I'm light skinned. I'm like Carl. Carl, I shit you not. I had a friend, and this was like you know, it was a ways back, but it was uh, like the third year uh, of Tiger Woods' fame, and I had a friend that straight up went full black body Tiger Woods. Oh, a white guy did it. Uh, so he went full black body. He was better going as an African. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tiger Woods doesn't have a full what black are you? body. Tiger, um, yeah, he should have went as Kunta Kente. He's going to go all full what? black. It, he went full, but he went like fucking like shoe polish. Uh, so he learned his lesson. That's so, a so he went as Wesley Snipes. That's Wesley Snipes instead. He should have went as Wesley Snipes. He should have went as Blade. Or Nino Brown. Sydney Pointier. Oh, gosh. Sydney Pointier. That <laughs> <laughs> he pulled out. How did I, how did I out black you guys? No, I, I, know. Just, I don't know who that is. I just laughed to fit in. I know. That's what I <laughs> That's pretty much two thirds no of clue. the whole. City Boy Jam, like, all right. That shit looks so natural, Zach. I thought you yeah. really knew. I was like, tell was me a movie. movie. Tell me yeah, a movie. I don't know who that was, but I just yeah. had to laugh to fit yeah, in. Yeah, you know Sydney Poignier? Name a song. <laughs> I got that joke. That's how you trick a millennial. That's how you trick a millennial, exactly. Right. Oh, you know what I love about millennials? Only fans. Oh, gosh. Only hey, fans. I've talked no, to. No. Here's why I love Only Fans, right? Yeah, let's hear it. It's entirely avocado driven. Like those millennial hoes are not going to do that nasty shit if avocados were affordable. <laughs> those are avocado hoes putting on web shows. That's what that is. So what avocado are IG hoes. bitches? Orange hoes? No, I think Instagram is where every girl that ever had a fetish fantasy of being a model but didn't actually want to put in any real worth to maybe get her feelings hurt decided that, oh, just because somebody sent me a t-shirt, that's I'm it. now a yeah. model. It's the RC Cola modeling page. Well, they, and that's what people say. That's what the girls say. I'm an IG model. Like, you can't no. just, no, you employed now, yourself and you don't you get got, paid for got that. got a nice camera. But now, Instagram of, didn't come to you and be like, would you model for us? Like, right. so you're not officially an IG model unless you are right. under contract with Instagram to do model shots. And right. everyone in your family is uncomfortable with your. Everyone. Oh, my God. Right. And but, the uncle that touched but, you was even uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it made him more uncomfortable. He was really uncomfortable. He was like, "You are going too far, cinnamon." Right. <laughs> cinnamon. People do not do that. Cinnamon, right? You get down off the stage, candy. Cinnamon. Yeah. No, but they got so many filters out there. You see people online, you're like, "Oh, she's gorgeous." You see them in person, and you're like, "What?" But no, no. The, the girls that were smart enough to become influencers, though. Yeah. Oh man, I tip my hat. There's oh, there's yeah. women out there who through just doing either makeup or craft videos or different technical skills they've mm -hmm. learned or like wigs or haircutting. Like yeah, anything, yeah. Anything that can be like a mm -hmm. something that's like a quick digestible video, right. right? They master it. They put out this whole channel. Yeah. And that's what they do for a living while we're at work. 
Mm-hmm. I know that's, that's crazy. It. Have you seen yeah. the makeup that's so that's so crazy? Like they actually can make their nose look so contouring year and smart. The contouring is what, is what right. they call it. Yeah, they make it darker and then the outside lighter, and they do uh-huh. it on the like bones and areas. Yeah, they try to accentuate what they don't actually have. So they got a bulbous nose that can make it look smaller. If they got, you I know, kinda, like I used to hear a lot of men that were pissed off about things like push up bras and like makeup. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time oh, she sold me on a different thing, right? But it's also like there's some kind of hot. About like going to the bar and you like kind of fall for this chick at the bar and you take her home right and she wipes everything off and it's a different girl it's like and bonus she takes the bra you know what I mean totally. and the titties hit the ground bop and just bop. pops up like a hacky <laughs> sack like bop and then <laughs> and then it's like you you fuck you fuck and you give her everything you got right and then when you're ready for round two you're like now put that makeup back on now put that makeup I want to bang on. that chick too <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to the makeup stuff uh, with the girls my age but I have a feeling we don't fuck girls in the same age range nah. <laughs> God, Sorry. I hope not. <laughs> Sorry, son. For both of that? our I'm sake, 29. for both of our sake, I hope not. You I'm know, 29. What I, mean? I can't even imagine. Like, you can being, imagine. Fuck you. No, I'm mean, <laughs> like Zach is, 29. It's tr- crazy. Zach is 29. I'm just like, man, what is it like being 29? I don't even like. Damn. I bet it's pretty freeing because, like, you know that there's mm-hmm. not going to be a planet when you're 80, so you don't have to plan for <laughs> exactly. retirement. Yeah. You know. I'm yeah. like to my daughter, I'm like, this is it, sweetie. We got a couple years left. Because me and Matt is still waiting for our fucking Back to the Future Nikes and shit. We were always, <laughs> we thought that was going to happen. Those shits, man. Like, the self-lacing ones go for like 10 grand. <laughs> we were the, the last generation, like, to still be superstitious, man. Because yeah. probably mm. both me and Carl, at least 10 to 15%, like, fully believe that we're going to get actual social security is income and it's totally man, not it's not happening no, that's but we still believe it that's that's crazy when you start hearing that happen that's when i realized damn i'm getting old that yeah. discussion is coming up yeah and then i'm receiving aarp letters and shit. i got one like five years ago it was oh, trippy i hadn't even hit 40 yet and for some reason i got on the aarp mailing list and it, it came and it was like your membership is only 15 percent on my fucking my, my member i'm a member <laughs> now I'm a member. but you know what i think i think because i have some Brilliant, brilliant friends. I'm pretty sure that was just an epic troll that somebody signed me up for AARP. That's when hilarious. I was, when I was turning 40, probably. Oh, gosh. But I, you know, in the moment, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like almost hurt for a minute. Like, who thinks I'm that? Like, is it a visual thing? Maddie. Someone tagged me at the mall and, like, yep, that guy's ready. But I don't remember signing up. You don't sign up. They, <laughs> That's you what I'm saying. They sign you up. I don't remember. I was getting So how mail. far are y'all away from the Denny's? And my girl be opening up my mail. Ooh, you, you, ooh, you got a member call? <laughs> Shut up. I'll bush upside your head yeah. right now. You'd be lucky to go with Denny's. Before I me. push you. The, the Denny Senior Citizen discount. Before I push right you. Right around the corner for that. Y'all get 15% off your bill. Now, I would do that. <laughs> That's your social security now. I would do that. I would go to Denny's with a smile on my face for my grand slam. Well, see, I grand got that benefit. Slam. Like, I, I'm growing white hair at a very, very alarmingly fast rate. And I, I like... It's attractive, like man. I love hair. it. Thank goodness. Because oh, if I cool. didn't, I'd be I love it, man. I was watching... But them. here's the thing. With this, if I put on, like, the right hat... Yeah. Right? And it kind of crunch up my forehead a little bit. Get the lines, you know? <laughs> do that again? Do a little Robert De Niro, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. Uh, 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 coffee, please. <laughs> 
Just a coffee. Just a coffee. I don't think you're going to charge me, right, sweetie? <laughs> you know, that's all you got to do is you do that voice and you scrunch that's your good. face up. Man, good. you yeah. went into a whole, like, character. That's so dude. good. That was real. Like, you went like a, like a, like somebody did a great makeup job on you. Do that right. again. Right. I can do some fucked up shit with this face. <laughs> I never heard Ask about your it. Ask your girl. Oh. We went there. I just did. We went there. I'm going to ask her. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to ask, ask her. her. I'm going to ask her. I'm going to ask her. As <laughs> a matter of fact, I'm going to ask her. ask her. Like, you better tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she won't, though. She I'm gonna won't. going to do She's it like good. on Springer. Tell me. For, tell me. Tell me. Seriously. Not, <laughs> tell no, me. I want to know every detail. <laughs> tell me. I can handle it now. I'm stronger. Shit. Right can before they're about me? to tell you they sleep with your brother, they tell you, you know I love you, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know I love you, right? Right, yeah. Every time on that show, you know I love you. I right? flew you all. You know away. you're my everything. I flew you right. all the way from Seattle to Chicago just to tell you I love you. Right, or or it's one of those like nah, I just don't feel anything anymore. Just like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> they all get like Napoleon Dynamite's. Mm-hmm. You know his his brother Kit. Yeah. That's what they all yeah. sound like. Like I don't. I just you know I haven't lately just been feeling myself and I'm just not really sure like where this is going and like so it's not like my whole generation. what I'm thinking is yeah, even if it's like temporarily we should split up like just long enough so I can fuck Tyler. <laughs> that's the it's voice of Tyler. every girl in my generation. Yeah, see that's what I'm saying, Zach. I w- I'm glad I'm, oh I'm glad I'm out of date. You know, I, I have I, I have fucked some millennials. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, and man. here's the here's the worst part about fucking a millennial is when they stop in the middle to take selfies. Oh, oh man, and you're not rhythm. even in it. <laughs> Breaking my rhythm. Oh no, they don't want you. Yeah, in they it. don't want you in it. You no. can't. like no, no. They no. want the after. Serious. They want you in the after one where you're just laying there, like looking like you're asleep. That's the one they put you in. <laughs> That's, That's the, the one they want you in. And they tell you like, oh, pretend you're sleeping. Pretend you're sleeping. It'll be sweet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, if I close my your, eyes, you're gonna steal my wallet. Down so your butt cheek can hang out a little bit. Just right. Give me just that little bit of a French model vibe. <laughs> Suck in your ribs. Yeah, see, I'm 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 glad. Like I'm I'm glad I'm out of the dating game. I'm glad that I'm older yeah. and get to watch you guys because the way your generation break up, Gosh, they're a bunch man. of pussies. pussies. Oh yeah, there's some crazy. But there's something too about I was talking uh, to my best friend yesterday. We were hanging out and we were talking about the girls in this valley, and it's just like they. I feel like a lot of them build this kind of I'm the hottest shit. Because they never been outside the valley, so it's like they're just like I'm the hottest shit since sliced bread, and they, you know, the the way they carry themselves and the way they act, and it's just like, yo, you're acting way hotter than you are. You live with your mom. You know, only work three Ford's. shifts at the buckle. <laughs> yeah, what the <laughs> hell? But then on the on the other scale, like when you go to like Arizona or California or something, like it's the complete opposite. You know, people are way more approachable. They're way like. Way more kind and more open to actually, mm-hmm. you know, talking. That's interesting. To and I'm just like, it's it's something about the valley here. I think it's because it's so small and so close knit. So well, it's I, like, I, I got that's a interesting hot, though. I got a hot tip for you, my friend. Oh yeah. If you're fully, truly single, single. Yeah. Spend some time in Bend. Bend. I like Bend. Bend is one of the best places to be single in all of Oregon. But I yeah. gotta, I gotta vouch for Oregon girls. That has not been my experience. I think really? it might just be the bar you're going to. No, I don't really it's go. It's just for generation, bar, Maddie. No, no, it's, no, no, it's no, no. generation. I, I'm not saying straight. Like I have that problem, so to so to say. Um, but I'm just saying in general, when it comes to girls, they just think they're of a higher status than what they actually are, and they it's like. But man, you got to realize this is like something. Uh, men don't get this. That's a front. 
So oh, no, totally. You, you know that the same thing your friend does when he goes out to the bar, you have one friend that like sticks his chest up a little bit, walks a little, you know, different yeah. when he goes Carl to the bar. Carl does that every time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right. But I do that no matter where I that go. Crip walk. <laughs> I walk in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, say something. Uh, say <laughs> something. You almost got to fight with himself. Start the mirror. Mirror. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Says, uh, say something. I walk in church. Say something. Say something. But no, man, trust me. That that whole thing, like that, it seems that way, right? Because that right. It, it comes out fake, yeah. And no, that's why it that. seems like it's. I actually, agree, Maddie. And, I get and that. nine times out of ten, man, if you talk to that girl long enough, she'll start dropping that front the Drop same that way front. that we do as that. men, and men do it too. We no, but it. what I'm saying about that is that uh, girls here do that. Girls in other places, I, my experience, don't do that. They don't oh, have right. that no, super big front. Oh, they all do it. They all do it. Thick skin. It ain't got shit to do with demographics or regional. They all do it. It don't got nothing to do with you being in no. But there are areas you in Scottsdale. No, there are areas where it's different for sure. No, like, I, trust me, like women in Ashland, right? They're not getting harassed like women in downtown Medford get harassed <laughs> or in downtown White City later not get harassed. That's not harassment. They're just asking yeah. for change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hope and change. change. They are transits trying to make it. <laughs> just trying to get a leg up. I'm going to tell you who, who I come across. The, the women in the Midwest are some of the sweetest women ever. Yeah. I See, went to college you, out there in Wisconsin. I lived in Minnesota, and I did a lot of my touring in the beginning of my comedy yeah. career in, in the Midwest. And then women in the Midwest are some of the sweetest and coolest down-to-earth women, period. I never see right. any of that fake facade shit. But when I got to Arizona, that's when I realized, like, holy shit, because I was a starving comic man on my grind doing my thing. You were? Yeah, and I used to be on the, uh, at the gym called L.A. Fitness. That's the mm-hmm. nightclub of gyms out there in Arizona. <laughs> and and NFL, that's it. It was. NFL players coming through there, NBA players coming yeah. through there, man. And them girls were just coming there, just so cute and all dolled up and Jeez. all mean up. Like, <laughs> acting hot shit. Yeah, acting hot shit. Playing a role. And ain't got shit. That bitch working the smoothie bar in the fucking gym. <laughs> she saved up, she <laughs> saved up down for four on months me. for that one outfit yeah. to wear you know, at that one place. Looking down on me because I'm a starving comic and I'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. that NFL guy with all that money. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. But the sad part about it is you don't realize you looking down on me like I ain't shit. But you just about to be another one of his, right? That's gonna right. move on because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. trust me, you have nothing that he will, will yeah. keep, right? Yeah. And think about it, like you know, if you're smart enough as a woman, if that's really what you're chasing down, is you want somebody that's gonna be like they're gonna make it, right? Mm. Would you rather be the Kevin Hart's wife? <laughs> or the guy that had like six good years in the NFL and tore his ACL and Real he's talk. got nothing yes. and no job skills that's it. and God. a drug exactly. and a wife that's I like, know. oh, fuck, I hitched to the wrong horse. I'm in the club, yeah. like, whatever. He's on the practice squad. He won't last. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, Char- fucking Carl's getting that Chadwick's money. Carl here. getting that Chadwick's that's money. Steady, steady Could have had that Chadwick dick. Could have no. had that Chadwick's money. You had the that. Arizona Cardinal practice squad dick. <laughs> you True. was like you flied with a cardinal for True. one night, but you could have been Chad Wicked. True, Chad Wicked. <laughs> and, and and you know what, Matt? You was talking about that facade. So when the woman put up, yeah. But guess what else they don't deal with? Insecurities. Right. Well, the, the women you're talking about from the Midwest. The, the greatest thing is like if you're up front. And you're true. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're they will love you. Like yeah. you said, everything. But the greatest thing is they got such a. Fine, fine bullshit meter, and they don't show it. But if you are coming incorrect in any way, if you're bullshit in any way, if you're not legitimate or you're like pretending to be something, you won't ever see it on their face. They're such good actresses, man, but they will know. 
Yeah, don't you make know, a note of it now. And that's a good point, man. I'm gonna say something to all you young girls out there that's dating these guys. Listen up. You better snatch them red flags up quick, and yep. you better get your bullshit meter running because it happens, and that's what people don't act on. They don't right. act on that bullshit. <laughs> Bitch, that's a fire. Seriously, go right. go put it out. Yeah. No, they, they just, no, they see it, but they ignore it. They ignore it. They ignore like, it. Oh, it'll go away. Oh, I can change him. I can oh, change I can him. Sure, like, no, it's burning. Right. No, nah, you it's ain't gonna change him. It's fine. It's burning. yeah, yeah. Now, you ain't gonna change him. That's Jeffrey Dahmer. He got right. <laughs> he got ten more bodies. No, you yeah. can't. They get him. lost. It's not reality. They they get lost in this. Um, hoping that they someone's gonna change or oh yeah. I see mm-hmm. they get lost in seeing people's potential. When if someone Ooh, doesn't see deep. if someone doesn't see their own potential, they're never going to change and reach that potential. So you're basically making up a person in your mind that you're hoping is going to happen one day, but that's never going to happen. And that's where I got lost that's in deep. my relationship Ooh. with you know with my daughter's mom was mm. oh, this is oh some you know I, I saw right so here. much hope and like you know oh this this person can be this and this and this and it never happened. But that was me setting up these false expectations right. of oh you know this and is the person I made up in my head and that person. They take no responsibility for nope. what you've nope. decided that's all you. to see them as. That's all you. It's, yeah, it's definitely all you, but mm-hmm. that's some serious self-reflection, oh, and, for sure. and people should stop and think about that for yeah. a moment. Happens like often. You, in hindsight, think about a relationship that didn't work out. Half the time, you're like, did it not work out, or did my expectation yep. yeah. not Fall, work out? Yeah, expectations are huge. They man. are the mother of disappointments. Without yep. expectations, there are no disappointments. Right. That's the thing. You right. know what I learned about? Myself too. How this? The, I changed. I rephrased how I thought. Some people say, "Oh, he or she isn't the one for me." Well, think about it. Sometimes you're not the one for them. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like I knew it was like what some up? cases not for anyone. For ne- for not yeah. near nobody. For a near no, nobody won't you? That was hard for me to figure out going through what I went through with my not near nobody, nobody won't you. A near nada. No man, that was the thing that hit me. I had to stop saying, "No, maybe I'm not right. the right one for them." You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, and, and then when you got people who want to have all these little ideas of uh, who they want, standards right. and all that, it's like, nope, you better cut that shit out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it makes me think about what people do, you know, things we do, right? Mm-hmm. Things we do to like fit in mm-hmm. with the person. Whereas, oh, like yeah. we talked about, when you both start to drop that facade for a moment, that's usually where two people start connecting. Right. You know, but sometimes you need to help. Like yeah. you need a little help. Matter oh, fact, big time. Matter of fact, we got a sp- is this a good time maybe to bring up our latest sponsor? Oh yeah, yeah. you know yeah, what we got commercial break yeah, is. Let's go to speaking a little of commercial us talking break. about old people. Wait, before we go to this commercial break, this is just something we wanted to share with the viewers. A great sponsor, by the way. But you know, you want to spruce things up, a little more sex appeal, feel a little sexier. Anyway, check mm-hmm. this ad out. Check it out. The Heckleproof Podcast is brought to you in part by Simon Simmons Complete Body Makeover Products. You're a man. You're strong, vital, and virile. You kick ass and you get shit done. But let's face it, you just don't look as good as you used to. Age has thoroughly caught up with you and completely decimated the youthful and fair skin you once had. Sure, you could settle for looking like a senior citizen, but with Simon Simmons Complete Body Makeover Products, you won't have to. Our scrotal aging cream helps restore those wrinkled and drooping soldiers back to the perky testes you once had, so full of bounce and potential life. Say goodbye to the sags and revamp those bags. Our product is safe and convenient. Simply apply 12 to 15 times a day for 10 to 15 minutes and watch with pride as your pompadours rise like a millennial's Reddit stock. 
Smoother balls are not only more hygienic and physically attractive, they're also more aerodynamic, which means your baby bags won't slow down your fast-paced lifestyle. Simon Simmons Complete Body Makeover Products. Try one today and get a free deep moisturizing pubic conditioner. Simon Simmons Complete Body Makeover Products. Serious support where you need it the most. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Make sure if you place an order that you uh, use the coupon code HECKLEPROOF. Mm-hmm. HECKLEPROOF. Hashtag. That hashtag. HECKLEPROOF. Hashtag. Because uh, and, and, and we are actually not just, you know, uh, sponsored by them, but we are also their customers. We we all three yeah. use it. We all yeah. three use it. And um, it works. Yeah. It works. Um, I'm starting worked, at a young age. My balls are it, like a 14 That's year the old. thing. It worked a little too well <laughs> because... I don't, it's an older man's product. I don't think you were supposed to try it. And now oh. his balls have, <laughs> they're inside of me. Again. Again. My yeah, balls are back in my stomach. They, they rescinded or whatever instead of decent. I don't yeah. know. It's, a, it's male birth control now for me, actually. <laughs> I was too, that's how you nailed those parts when we were doing that boy band thing, the higher parts. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got them. So anyway, uh, if you use Simon Simmons, just use it sparingly if you're sparingly. younger. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wonder if you could. Use that same formula, uh, like if women who wanted a little less gravity effect yeah. on their breasts. Mm. Could, you know, the, I, mm. I don't want to recommend that. The but curtains. Maybe we'll talk uh, talk to the company, see if they have other products. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk to them. We'll reach out. Yeah, ladies got enough. They got enough. There's this yeah. thing called plastic surgery. Right. <laughs> there needs to be more products for men, I feel like, that are catered to us. You know? I guess there's guys out there getting that. Dick implants, not implants, but whatever the hell it is, it's like making it. It's more yeah, popular rectal, now. Rectal. You can't compete either, man. Have you seen some of these, these sex shop dildos they got now? They yeah, got like wow, these what? alien cock, dragon cock. Have dildos. you guys ever been in? And I went in the castle. I went castle, in once, there, yeah. and that man, that was overwhelming. Yeah, it is. It's like yeah, there's so much choice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff, and there's there. a lot to take in. There's always like. A couple that's shopping where you're like, oh, that's cool. That seems normal. But then, like, in the same corner is that trench coat dude that's sort of, like, <laughs> watching Great. the couple too close. No, that's the that's a toy store down there by Winco. That's the- yeah. and <laughs> that's that's an adult arcade. Yeah, yeah that's what the I've one when, a, when you open the door. Go, I've heard some right. fucked up stuff about that place. Oh, Man. it's all true. Oh yeah. my god, no, that place. Okay, so. <laughs> oh yeah, tell it, tell oh, it, Maddie. Hear it. Tell no, it, Maddie. So, Maddie's got a Maddie's got a loyalty card there set up. Right. He scans it when he goes. You know there. how Dutch Bros had them stamp cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you got okay. I have this thing called a tramp card. Tramp card. Different. Yeah, Buy it's nine free. glory holes, get one free. Yeah. For every glory hole you take care of, you get some free merchandise. I mean, I get all sorts. And then the tenth hole is a surprise. I mean, and at the rate that I use it, I can't afford lube at full price. <laughs> I am forced into this contract by I don't. know no fate, I guess. <laughs> oh gosh! So you you actually been in there, Matt? Um, I have not been in the infamous glory room. No. There's some rumors that there's that there's some funny mm. business that happens, but I have been so in I've the been. arcades. I don't know if I've been in that arcade, but I know so, I've been to an arcade in they Seattle. They got pinball. What they call an adult? Thank you. No, this is beautiful. Check it out. Like so, what an adult arcade used to be mm-hmm. is like literally a regular arcade machine. And it's a touch screen, which is fucking just 
disgusting. It shouldn't be a touchscreen, but it's a touchscreen. <laughs> and uh, you like select which of the six maybe videos that are showing a thumbnail on the screen. It's much yeah. like a, a porn. And this was before internet porn was huge. It's right. like when this thing was big because it was kind of like what internet porn is now. You go to this mythical machine and pick your porn preference, right? And they had all sorts of fucked up porn. And so if you didn't like it, then you could boop, pick out of it and go back to a different one that you liked, right? But you paid for time. So it was like you paid your quarters and you go watch these porn videos. And I had heard about this. And so we used to do this really fun thing on a, a bachelor party. Whenever our friends would have a bachelor party, we would take a deck of cards and we'd write out challenges on each card, ranging from stuff that's really, really simple, like uh, get a, a woman to buy you a drink at the bar. Mm-hmm. All the way mm-hmm. up till, uh, to things that are more on a hard level, like call your mother and convince her you've been arrested <laughs> and you have to get her to believe it until you can finally tell her that you're just joking. Oh, right? Gosh. And so for each one of these playing cards that you did, each one had a point value. And the reason the points mattered is because at the beginning of the night, uh, very surprisingly, we would sort of corner someone, hold them down, and chain with a logging chain an actual 20-pound bowling ball to you as a metaphor for what you're about to do yeah, with your uh-huh. life. Right? Ball and chain. Oh, yeah. Ball and, and chain. chain. Yeah. Yeah. Carry it around with you for the night. Make good decisions. Don't fuck a stripper. Oh, Whatever it is. But these games give people a chance to do something really fun, make memories, mm-hmm. but also to not really get in trouble, right? Because normally you get too bored at a bachelor party, bad decisions happen. I've seen it. Right. I've seen yeah. it, So man. we would do these games, right? Well, one of the things on the card was go to a porn arcade. And sure as shit, we, we were at a strip club, and we were like, hey, they got a porn arcade here? And they're like, yeah, and this is in Seattle. And there's a place called a Showbox. Amazing, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> if you like strip clubs, it's a good one. Anyway. Showbox. 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 Great name. Great name. Am I wrong? So anyway, maybe it's not even open with COVID. But we go up there and they're like, yeah, there's a couple different porn arcades. And I'm like, the sleazy one? They're like, oh, that's definitely here. So they point us <laughs> to the sleazy one. And my friend was trying to get some points. He wanted this fucking ball off. So he's trying to look through the things he's willing to do on these cards that have high points. So for the rest of the night, we can go out to the bar without him dragging this ball. So he's picking through all these things. And so fucking finally decides to land on that one. And that uh, ended up being a very memorable night for many, many reasons. (laughs) Um, But the porn arcade, I don't know if I can explain how gross it is Ugh. you don't have to uh, <laughs> no i feel like no. you just do. said porn before rk we yeah we know right, right where to go with that right well Oof. first of all you know it has a smell okay oh, yeah it's no. got a smell and it's not a smell you would expect that's the eerie part it's like when you walk into a bathroom and it's really perfuming and you're like someone busted ass in here but it's gross <laughs> right it's that's like exactly what it is like someone has sprayed some kind of artificial oh okay like I Hawaiian tropic mm-hmm. It was like asparagus Sort or of Yeah No <laughs> Also asparagus. But also you're not far off It also has that funk on And so essentially What we do is like You know We go to this place And, and shove him into the arcade And then like Hold the door shut Because <laughs> now he's a, stuck In that, that rape? room <laughs> that That's rape? Right. Right. No that's fun That's right, yeah. Or that's or, or hazy That's hazy Hazy yeah So that was just That was one of the things That was higher on the point scale oh, And gosh. so yeah. anyway That was my experience In, a, in an adult arcade that's but in funny. that particular place they pointed us to, again, that was the gross place. And so on the way to the arcade was like a hall that went down to like bathrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there were holes all along that hallway oh at different heights. And that was what I, as a comic, that's what <laughs> killed me, right? Because I never thought about the physics 
of glory holes that can't all be the same height. For, they can for chafing purposes. Like you got, if we you all got to have multiple three of us, dicks. If all three of us stood up right now, right. yeah, and they picked up. Well, you got different size legs, I'll different size torso, torsos. Even <laughs> if you're the same, like your torso might be longer than my torso. True, exactly. So my dick right. might be higher than yours. And that's we bold of them to assume I want to be but. standing the whole time too. <laughs> I'm not. I'm God. not. Yeah, well, yeah. When I get married, I'm not doing any of that crazy. No, but bachelor I tell you, stuff, I, man. I tell I'm you, keeping it. That, no, not that crazy. That no. kind of stuff. It's uh, too much. If you make those some kind of games out of it, it's so much better because then you don't do the crazy shit. You end up doing something where you and your boys have these amazing memories. Like mm-hmm. I remember yeah. one of the cards. Like when I got married uh, a long time ago, I had one of these thrown for me, and one of the cards that I got that was a higher value, and it also had in parentheses you can reuse it because most of them it's only a one time use. Was get a woman to slap you. Oh, great. And I was like, oh, that's shit. easy. And, and I was in a different town than where I'm from. So I was like, game on. And I mean, just repeatedly got wrecked over and over <laughs> again. A black eye on, on your wedding day. And exactly. the beautiful thing about it, this is so funny. This is the difference between men and women, too. Because, like, men, if somebody's like, go ahead, you can slap me, like, you don't really fucking haul off like you could mm-hmm. you know but a woman if you give her a free shot like she's gonna get out every aggression she's had oh, on gosh. any man in her life you're the one you immediately become her stepfather My time has come it's like when you go to dutch bros like they're always like oh yeah. i love you and i want to know what your dreams are and your hopes <laughs> tell me your greatest fears right but every dutch time bros. you go to fucking human being every time you go to human being though yeah. it's like you're fucking getting served like for some reason they treat you like they're your ex-girlfriend yeah. you did wrong mm-hmm. it's so true like you pull through to get your coffee and they almost like look at you like hmm mm. look who decided to show up for once <laughs> Here's your latte. Mm. And Starbucks just keep it straight business. Ain't no yeah, flirting. Man. Ain't no nothing. nothing. No, you can't even have a conversation. Yeah, with Although, yeah. like, I know a friend, and he met his wife in, uh, at a Starbucks, and that was their big story. It was like he kept coming, going to the Starbucks. And they're, like, amazing, beautiful people. It's a fantastic story. So there's one exception. That guy must have had a big glory hole. He probably had. <laughs> well, well uh, if you're listening to the story, he would have had to have more than one. Mm. <laughs> With different heights. Zach, you got to remember that, man. You young. Listen to this story. You got to listen to the story. Oh, I'm a listener. Well, you should give him some advice from an old buck to a young buck. You know, he's in the Dayton world. Like, mm-hmm. maybe, do you have some bedroom advice for Zach? No. Oh, I don't need none of that. Nope. No. No. Are you sure? We make some. Nope. Up. I heard Carl's known to give some advice to young bucks. <laughs> I've been in castles more than once. At least on, <laughs> at least on stage. I've been in castle one time. My buddy went in there. He went in there before he went to go see this girl, and I felt so. It, it was it, the it's insecurities weird. just started coming up because yeah. you have no place in there. Like yeah. your penis does not matter when you walk in the no. castle. Like nobody, no. you know what I mean? Like even <laughs> if I, even if I just planted myself like a sex toy. <laughs> And the workers no. are the workers are too comfortable because they do it every day. So like you looking for butt plugs, you look anal beads. <laughs> and I'm just like. I know it's like when you go into that hardware store and they're asking more questions than you know. They're like, well, uh, butt plugs, okay. Well, like, what <laughs> circumference are you looking yeah, at? What's, what's, what's your millimeter, exactly. honey? What's her booty dimension? Right. Yeah, and, they, and you ever notice how her the, booty dimension better be three? I got kicked out. They wouldn't <laughs> let me try on. You ever notice how they look? How the staff looks? Oh they, yeah. Oh, they look like they like they just uh, some 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 dirty ass like yeah. Like I just used it. I actually, 
Well, I think that's what they want. I think that's what they want because no one wants to buy like a fucking $200 multiple gyrating dildo if someone hasn't tried it that's worked Mm. it. Right. But that's, I think, the only perk of working there. (laughs) That's probably like, you you know, they sign you up and they're like, all right, so yeah, we'll definitely work you at the counter. But here's the thing. Like, customers (laughs) are going to be asking how the shit works. So (laughs) we're going to need you to fuck that rubber doll. (laughs) And Susie, we're going to need you to ride the Sibian. Take the Sibian home. Trust me, if you work at American Eagle, you're going to have to wear some of their clothes. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's one of those American apparel shit. Like, yeah, you work for them, you're a model, uh-huh, get ready to be half naked. That's the truth, yeah. though, Maddie. You got to know the product. Yeah. <laughs> working at Castle. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to work. Just... I got this one in right now. She pulls out the big old butt plug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I, like the, I like that joke, too, because it implies that it's in stock and in her. <laughs> I got one in stock right Right. I got one in now. just recently. In this stock. morning. Just a moment ago on my break. I love a good sex shop because I love weird awkward like the i love the interactions between people that are that are less settling and yeah. like the i do i like the awkward so like sometimes like my favorite thing to do is if i'm feeling really awkward in a place mm-hmm. like like that i'll go up to the counter and then i'll ask a question that i know is going to make them feel more awkward than i do mm-hmm. it'll be great like i'll walk in and i'll be like all right so like we got this bachelor party coming up, you know, and I want to get something funny for my friend and I want to like, you know, kind of hide it. So I need it to be kind of small, but like, I would love it if it'd be something that like maybe has a suction cup. Cause I like when he gets real drunk, I'd love to like pop it on his forehead. Right. You know, like that makes sense. Right. Right. That, that makes sense. That it's for my friend. Like, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's and, and, I'm trying or, to or like I'll, I'll grab the largest the largest thing I can find in the sex shop, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll walk up to the counter and I'll be like, so you got the real shit in the back, right? I mean, this is kind of beginner. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but be really serious about it. Like, I'm really like, <laughs> you're selecting. Just going in there buying an orthodox. Like, what is this, a store for vanilla prudes? Come on, sweetie. Y'all got chainsaws. That's not even a full-size <laughs> rubber fist. I'm about to give her that Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Y'all got chainsaws. <laughs> Y'all got chainsaws. I feel like those are two different movies, but for some reason that still works. As it is. Yeah. Thank you. That's Freddy Krueger. Uh, yeah, he was the Jason. Nice, yeah, Jason's Michael movie. Myers. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Jason or Michael Myers? Jason, you're thinking of Jason. Yeah, if Michael, you had a Myers, threesome, Michael Myers had a nine. Had a threesome with those guys, and that joke still works. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Truth. It's COVID, Truth. man. We got we got the the doors are opening up now. Oh, I'm or? going out tonight. I'm going to take a girl to Castle. <laughs> <laughs> if I've learned anything, it's take a girl to Castle. You'll never forget that first date, though. Straight up, you take should a never forget first that first date to yeah, castle. I'm, that's one thing I'm about is like if I go on a date with a girl, I try to do something that I know they have never done before. Right? The castle, I'm like I'm the you know, call in it. the chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> try to take that. I call, <laughs> call it a trophy. You got to give them a trophy so they never forget you. But but what but what can you do any different nowadays than restaurant movie? Right, you know um, what I mean. What well, in the number hell one, you could have can you a do job different? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's new. That's new for people. Well, right. I'm a I'm a supportive father, and that's new to a lot of girls too. That's true too. <laughs> that is a panty dropper. Trust me. And the only oh reason my I gosh, say my that daughter's is my wingman. Dude. When I was a public, dad, that's a damn shame, Zach. Right. No, it's Wait. true because when I was a public dad, even though everybody knew I was with a girl for a long time and I wasn't about to cheat on her. I had lots of offers because that dad shit's attractive, and if you're like trying to really do it, yeah. And, 
Speak yeah. for your damn selves. My teenage girls, me looking young like I am, my teenage girls will be out with me, and people will think they're my girlfriend. Oh, uh, well, I mean. Nah, that is not a chick, man. Well, they, right. they run it the other way. You do have was, a Hawaiian hut. I was going to come and talk. But I'm you talking about Hawaiian like, hut. they're getting older. I'm Hootie talking about my daughter's five. So they see me with my daughter, and they see, and I am a good dad, so it's not like a facade or anything. Yeah, but no, that's a good point, because your I age wait. matches up, right? I was, I still had a lot of the gray, you know, when I first came around my girls because they're they're not actually my daughters. I just raised them gotcha. from mm-hmm. when they were two like and half three. half of Carl's yep. kids. So they're definitely, <laughs> right, they're definitely my daughters. But, you know, three fours. it's interesting because when I would go out with them, with their mom, it was all fine. Yeah. But yeah. if I went out with them by myself, sometimes the age didn't match up and people were like, hmm. Where you get them kids? Where you get them kids? <laughs> Call it there to pay Yeah, see, I don't have to deal with that yet, but I have a young face, so d- down the road, I probably will have to deal with yeah. what they think. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to think my daughter, but I have her baby picture tattooed on me, so I tried to, I tried to nip that in the bud, you know? Oh, right, you're like, no, no, she no, on my she own. This is her. Like she a was stalker younger. of a kid yeah, couldn't get a no. tattoo. No, that's not my victim. That's my daughter. Right. <laughs> like, this is actually a memorial tattoo that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we just lost another sponsor. Just lost another sponsor. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm so dope to be doing this podcast, man. So awesome, man. It's fi- we finally yeah. got it going. We've been talking about it for a minute. For a minute. So here's mm-hmm. the thing, man. We're going to have some cool guests coming up. Carl, you want to tell us about our guests coming yeah, up? Yeah, it was our first guest. Two? Oh, yeah, man. Our first guest, we're going to have Shane Bishop, one of the uh, producers of Dateline. He's going to be joining our show, man. Great dude. So we get to hear some of that. I'm excited. That like Dateline story. as in the yeah. Dateline. The Dateline on NBC Dateline. We're going to have some of the backstory of... Of uh, what it all takes place, man. What it's like. So yeah. that's gonna be cool. And is he gonna tell us about when your episode is gonna air? Yeah. <laughs> we'll never find her. <laughs> we'll never find her. <laughs> uh, I got I some want, questions. For I want that guy. Carl to reenact every one of those. I know, like you know, they don't do reenactments or whatever. But man, I feel do. like I feel like Carl. You would nail that. Not as the murderer, but like for comic relief. Like yeah. I would want to see like everybody else in the reenactments doing it straight faced and then Carl like Carlson's <laughs> into the room. And just show that gap. Uh, uh, hey, what's up? That's oh, like, damn. It's uh, an interesting noise. I wouldn't even know how to classify that. That's what Carl sounds like when he That's talk. what she'll be telling the detectives. All I heard was, uh, what did he look like? Do you know the body smell like dough? All I heard was, uh. Ready? Sounds like an old Jewish man. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, sweetheart. That's my other coffee voice I could do. Like, if they don't, if they don't take the adorable old man voice, I can be like, listen. Listen, broad. Okay, broad. I come here every broad. I come here every morning for my coffee. This is the first time one of you is this. Especially one of Now, I don't want to have to get the assistant regional manager, whatever the hell title <laughs> they've given you. Whatever, people. exactly. Gosh, but I will. Bugs. I will become the greatest Karen you've ever seen. <laughs> Give me my coffee. Young, yeah, I can see Zach being a manager or some shit like that. You Man, young. I was. I was a manager at AT&T. Dope. Yeah, but I feel like I didn't really belong in this generation. Why? But I also, I'm glad that I am a part of it because I stand out more because I wasn't supposed to be in this generation. Does that make sense? No, it fucking don't. Listen, <laughs> okay, I feel like I feel like I'm way ahead of my I feel like I'm way ahead of my years and my time. Ahead I, of my time, but behind my rear. And I <laughs> and I and I I relate to a lot of stuff like in the, in the past, you know, with 
uh, boys to men, new edition, uh-huh. you know, older actors, actresses. You feel like you should. But have been I'm a like, 90s so kid. I was a '90s kid, but I feel like I should have been like maybe '80s or you know. Oh, okay. Something like that. But I, but I stand out more because I am a part of a generation that there's not a lot of people like that. So I'm, you know. More far superior than my. Okay, I like the way you put that. Far superior. <laughs> superior. Huh? I don't. <laughs> I don't view myself as being better than anybody, but I feel like I. I might have, I mean, but you pretty much more confident. confident than everyone yeah. Than you. Well, honestly, you know, um, me knowing you for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and, and when I thought about doing this podcast, and the reason why I sought you out because. You know, you're a smart dude, smart, very funny, and we just feed off each other yeah, all yeah. the time. But also, you know, the maturity level that you have, man, because, you know, I really appreciated that about you. Because when we first met, we used to get into some nice talks about oh, mental yeah. health. Oh, yeah. We got into yeah. some nice talks about mental health. And because everybody, you know, would know me as a comedic side. That's true. Mm-hmm. You got to tell them. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't understand what you do. <laughs> I'm a pimp. <laughs> I'm a pimp. <laughs> No, I work in you know mental health is is my is my other career. And, yeah, uh, just um, crazy it, so far from yeah comic. so far <laughs> so far. Cause that journey that got me there, only God knew that I had nothing yeah. to do with it. So, but everybody knows me as that comedic side, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he and I had that something came out that whatever took a little bit. See, was planning, and me and him start having discussions about mental health and yeah. things like that. And I and I appreciated that because. We walk around again, what Maddie said, facade. We walk right. around with that, right. and we have no clue because mental mental health is is common. Yeah, people don't realize that everybody. That's walks the best in. thing that ever happened about twenty twenty one is awareness of how when everybody started going a little nutty mm. from being shut in, all of a sudden it was like, oh, this is now a localized problem. I understand. People had to face this. I stuff. feel. Yeah. I feel some unraveling, and so then it's yeah. like. Now I can actually empathize with people, whereas right. before it was like a taboo thing. You didn't want to. It was like a weakness that you revealed. Yeah, and yeah. and it was treated that way. It was like, oh, I feel bad for you. Instead of maybe somebody going like, wow, that's really brave. Right. You know, people didn't do that. Oh, she's so brave. Thing then. <laughs> well, you know what? Now so, they're supportive of everything, but back it, then they're like, you weak bitch. And what's so crazy, Maddie, is what the COVID has done to is exposed the insecurities of a lot of comedians. Because oh, yeah. a lot of comedians depend on that stage, depend on right. that lap of that environment for validations. And well, yeah, it's done so much. And I have so many who hit me up and they struggling, man. Like I'm yeah. going crazy, man. I need to be on stage. I'm like, whoa, but you better depend that. on depend on who you are and right. not what you do. And if you don't know who you are, you better find out. Yeah, yeah. You better find out because. But you know what? It's it's also unavoidable. Like some of the most brilliant performers are wired to perform. And when there's no forum to perform, they're not used to not having it. And so it's yeah. like, in many ways, like we talked earlier, um, you know, before about like why people are into comedy, like comedy is kind of therapy. And so if you're mm-hmm. a comedian, sometimes you almost, instead of going to therapy, maybe you do that and mm-hmm. then you can get some That's stuff it. out in a safer way that yeah. even practicing maybe for the real therapy, mm-hmm. like when it's time right. to really lay it down. And so I think that those a lot of those people that really are hitting the hardest is because that was their outlet. That was mm-hmm. the closest thing to a therapy. Mm-hmm. And so if you know somebody that's a comic that, that's, you know, really down, like, don't. It's a whole thing. Like, everybody, oh, just call me. Like, fuck that. Like, no, you called in. Like, you check in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the difference between mm-hmm. a decent friend and, like, an active friend. Like, an active friend if it's something like that, yeah, you fucking check in with people, you know, yeah, like, that's a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. It's the same with any artist. If any artist can't create, 
You know, it, even right, all the way down them. to cooking food. Like if you're a it messes great with chef, them. and then it all messes of a sudden, with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you got to check in on your people, man. Know know what their talent is, because right? especially and nobody if, if they can't do it, check in on them. Nobody expected COVID to hit. Nobody right. knew no. one day they was going to wake up and not be able to do what they've been doing for the last twenty years strong. Nobody expected that. So when it happens, it was like boom, it shook them up. Oh yeah, you know, and I'm pretty sure some of them might experience some trauma behind it because it shook oh, you, them up, man. You literally watch people have nervous breakdowns on camera and on video, yeah. mm-hmm. and it wasn't that they even knew they were doing it; they thought they were just making content. But in a lot of ways, like that need to make content is a greater need to connect it is, with people. Right. And so, like, I'm starting a channel. It's more like, no, you're reaching out, and it's good. Yeah, but. Yeah. I still think there's a stigma on mental health and people don't like to really fully say like you're hearing yeah, sure it more. Don't. Sure. No, you're, you're hearing it more now of like people feel more comfortable. Like just the other day, uh, a friend was like, Oh, I'm thinking about going to therapy. And I was like, Oh, you got to see this specific person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like uh, the dude that helped me out a lot, I got yeah. a shout out. His name is Dirk Shumway and he's down there at rogue community health in, in Medford. And that guy, he's just super approachable. And he, uh, I don't know. He sensed a lot, like just in talking with me and it was cool because he basically told me, he's like, I'm going to shortcut to like this section of stuff that I think will help you instead of putting you through the whole, like, well, let's go by the book of how therapy is supposed to work. It's like, you probably don't have that much time. Like let's kick this up a notch. And he was giving me like, homework. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know, and that's a mm-hmm. thing like people don't realize, but in a very short amount of time, like the stuff he was explaining is like, Oh, this makes sense. I can apply mm-hmm. it to my life. But he was just really good at what he did, and and those people take OHP too. If anybody's like you know, on that sure insurance. do. So mm-hmm. so man, Sweet. you did you did tell me to give Zach some advice. Right. It ain't in the bed. This is going to be way more important. But yeah. uh, do couples therapy mm-hmm. once you truly get into that. You get that significant other. Yeah, I've had experience with that because I did. But, I did mm-hmm. do that with my dog. But mom do it when it's years. working. Right when it's working. Yeah, not when not things when go bad. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. that's that's a, that's a good point because we we did do couples therapy for about two years. And I'm impressed, especially how long ago were that? How old were you? 20, 25, 26. Yeah, I'm impressed because that's young. Yeah, well, I mean, I grew hey, up in therapy, so that, I had a lot of, yeah, I had a lot, no, and I was and the one you that thought like, was going to be with her forever. Yeah, and so I'm like, Not. no, you know what? This is important to me. Let's do it. And so, and it's hard because when another person isn't on board with it, which she eventually kind of got on board, but when someone's not on board with it, it's so hard because I'm there. Yeah, for there's no kind of. And if I you're gotta, not there for both of us, then it's not going to help. There's no kind of. I got to give a shout out because this is something I noticed the other day. The one thing, like everybody tends to bag on millennials for different shit, man. But I noticed some things that I think are really amazing about millennials. Mm-hmm. And like when you hear a millennial talk about a past relationship, it's the first non-toxic discussion that you'll probably hear in that regard. Like Because if you ask any generation above millennials, like, so what happened with you and your ex? Oh fuck! You're gonna like hear shit you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people talk shit. Yeah. You know, instead of like maybe just being like, yeah, we both had problems. Yes, right. exactly, right. man. But it's cool how like millennials, you'd be like, yeah, what happened? Like, just what Zach said. He's like, well, you know, things didn't work. It's not like oh that bitch, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and I just I appreciate that. And then also the forethought. Like I hear about a lot of millennial breakups, and it's like, why'd you break up? And it's like, well, it wasn't really a long term thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. and having the foresight, like man, when I was in my twenties, I didn't know the difference between a long term thing and a short term thing. I was yeah. just well, like, you don't even this think works? about it. Right. No, it was definitely supposed to be a long term thing, but I mean, you things go things go a certain way, and you know, you grow apart, or you just realize you're not really fortunate. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm thankful to be able to have that you know mature stance and be able to take a step back and not really make it about myself, but 
you know, think about the relationship for what it was and, and the, in the hindsight of, you know, this is a person I had envisioned in my head and hoped for, but they aren't. And mm-hmm. that's my, that's my fault for making that person, but making, but yeah, you created making that, that in my head. That, yeah. You know, that's dope. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah. It, it, so if you learn nothing else from Zach, <laughs> so what would you do if you could do it all over again? Uh, well, I, I can't say I wouldn't have a daughter cause I love my daughter to yeah. death, but mm-hmm. we had, we, she got pregnant the first time we had sex and we only knew each other for three weeks. So that was our, that was the big downfall was we went from, Oh, a puppy dog, puppy love staged to like, Oh shit, it's we're real. having a kid. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta be adults. Mm-hmm. now. We got to think about having a kid. So we didn't really, we didn't get to grow our relationship in the fact yes. that if I'm getting Good to know point. you, I'm falling in love with these little things. The little things that you would normally fall in love with became annoyances and you hated that about each other. And so it was like, it wasn't necessarily built on toxicity, but in a sense, if you think about it, it, it kind of was at the same kinda time was. because it's like, yeah. you, you didn't get to, we didn't get to know each other or how we viewed life or what about life or, Good point. you know, so it was, it's literally picture knowing somebody for three weeks and then find, and then real, and then a month later you're like, Oh shit, we're having a kid together. Yeah. Because what I learned about myself is you just can't, you, next thing you know, you, okay, you hang out, you mm-hmm. having sex, you kicking it. Yeah. Next thing you know, months go by, months go by. Oh, we haven't even really discussed. Yeah. <laughs> who we are and where we are together. And right. It's like, oh, right. it creeps in. Yeah, it just creeps yeah. in. Right. Reality creeps yeah. in. And it's not and it's nobody's fault. You know, like I, she's the best mom ever to my daughter and I, I love her for that. I always will. She's awesome. She's an amazing mom. We just didn't work out as a couple. Mm-hmm. So and that's fine with me. I mean, I, and I'm I'm thankful to be able to because I always thought I never wanted to have a kid with a broken family. But in my opinion, it's not broken because if it's we stay if we stayed if we stayed together. Yeah. It would have been way worse. I would have been depressed. She would have been depressed. We wouldn't have been the parents that we can be mm-hmm. today for our daughter. And the fact that my daughter has two super supportive parents and two parents that love the shit out of her and would do anything for her, mm-hmm. that is a successful family in my well, eyes. Well, and the parents aren't talking shit about each other. That's right, right, right. right. Zach about to cry. You about to cry? Look uh, at I mean, sometimes it makes, it's okay, so it makes me a little emotional sometimes. That's I mean, that's, cry the, when you get that's the, the, the car daddy watch. test. Like, you, you yeah. talk about your kids long enough. Well, and I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. I, f- I feel like sh- my daughter's mom kind of doesn't feel the same way about me. But I, uh, if there's one thing I could let her know is that, you know, I appreciate her so much as, there the, you mo- go. as the mother of my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man, because we don't yeah. do that enough, honestly. Yeah. We don't. I can, no. I can honestly reach out to all 12 of my kids' mamas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. It. My eyes like, are getting watered because of all the smoke in here. Too, I got 11. Actually. Yeah, 11. I'm waiting for the 12th. DNA to come off, dude. I don't have no eleven kids. I mean, you got that like was, six. That was you? great. How quick five. he believed that. Five. Though. When you're like, I have eleven kids. Well, and he's like, damn. Yeah. I don't know Carl like I thought. Well, he was I know young. he has a bunch of kids that aren't even his, but he support. He did the reverse thing. The black guys. <laughs> I did the reverse. Black. I'm looking for kids. Give me some. I did the reverse. <laughs> I did it reverse. <laughs> He showed up at the, the daddy daughter I dance for girls for that didn't have I went looking for kids. Is that a hey, anybody here need a daddy? Wait, what? Right. A, wait I a went, minute! I went looking wait for kids instead of. <laughs> he had a not a big brother program, but a big daddy. A big program. daddy big program. Daddy, big daddy program. Carl, come so get funny. your hug, yeah. girl. Who's so your daddy? <laughs> That's the name That's of the program. The Who's your daddy? Right. Hoosier. Who's her? Oh, the Hoosiers. Hoosier. A sports Hoosier reference. Daddy. Oh, you got it. <laughs> oh, that was a sports reference. Yeah. Oh. These guys are going to teach me what sports means. That's right. Sports yes. Because I don't know you... if you know this about me, but I, I love to play sports. Oh. 
but I know nothing about watching them. I don't we'll follow you. sports on TV. Okay. And so, therefore, like, you're going to have to explain sports to me. Because, like, you know, here's the example. Like, if a dude says, hey, man, you want to go play football? We got five on five on Sunday. Show up at the school, right? Yeah. Then it's like, you ready to play? Cool, let's play. They don't <laughs> stop and explain the rules. <laughs> We're just playing football. And I'm pretty I decent at playing football. But when it comes That's to funny. watching football, they're like, that was pass interference on the fifth line of the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, just fucking say what it is. Ain't no fifth line. Just fucking say what it is. That's These guys get overpaid. All they have to fucking say is, and the ball was stopped by a hand. That's the, they hired somebody. They hired somebody in stripes to give directions to what you just did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He traveled on you that home mean? run. They have. They hired somebody. He no, double I'm, dribbled on that touchdown. Like, and, and I followed. I followed basketball and football just long enough, but I never really followed baseball, right. so I don't really have a sense of the actual rules of baseball. Uh, and you know how they they change one, it anyway too. Boy. Strike two. Baseball is always boring. Strike I, mean, I played three. it growing up. I loved it, but it was just it's just baseball is a great game me. if you're lazy as fuck because most of it's just waiting, yeah. waiting. True, right? Especially in the outfield. It's such a metaphor for life. Like you think you're gonna have fun, but really it's just a whole lot of fucking waiting for yeah. something to happen. Ooh, the game of baseball. Right? I played life. baseball. And I played left out. That sounds like some mm. perverted kid game. <laughs> I look at you play out. what left out left outfield, but they it's oh a, it's okay a you gotta joke. say that sound like it's a baseball joke. I played left out like <laughs> I was left like out a, a sibling oh, issue. I now, was left now out. Carl had sports That's explained too. to him. Yeah, there you go, Carl. Exactly, it's left out because I'm not a baseball guy. Right. Football and basketball hoops. Yeah. That's my generation. Hoops. I love me some hoops. Alonzo boring love. over here with his Miami Heat tattoo. <laughs> that used to call me Alonzo boring. Alonzo boring. <laughs> I wear Miami Heat gear when I hoop all the time. You know, Zach would just yell Alonzo boring because he was well, hooping in the Alonzo morning jersey. We got to right, see. Him. You got to give me reference because <laughs> so there's a there is a really great basketball player that played for Miami Heat named Alonzo Morning. Morning, and so he would wear his jersey to basketball. And play in it, and then one time I was like, "Get the fuck out of here, Alonzo! Boring!" And he just and it stuck. died. It stuck, and I love and he it. Dies. And I love he dies. It. And that's the that's the great thing about being a comedian is you can take shit. Some oh, people yeah. just can't. It's like bring it on. Because nope. some people forget. It's like they, they apologize. They, oh, I didn't mean. Was I too hard? Like, no, you okay? No. You just was a joke. I, I gotta I have thick skin. Shit. That's one thing my generation is not good at is having thick skin. No, well, well nobody should ever hire me as a comic. <laughs> if, okay, now you tell me if your if your audience is easily offended. Like, yeah. thank you. Here's the thing: if keep you, it one hundred. Let me just put this out there: I don't need the work bad enough to play for a venue where people get offended. Yeah. Ooh, that's dope. Boom. That should be my drop. Like, I don't my know if you notice. Comics. I don't drop. know if you notice, but we do our own work. We, we make do our, our own, own opportunities, work. and we we've do. done pretty fucking well. Yeah, no doubt. So and that's why no. we rocking this. That's why we no rocking this heckle proof podcast. Heckle proof can't heckle us. That's right. So, so we're gonna be able to find this podcast, guys. Heckleproof We're gonna be dropping this on hecklepro.com. We're gonna be dropping this on Facebook, YouTube, 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 YouTube. Do Spotify we, uh, as well. We have some sort of email set up on this podcast. You know what? I think we need to create a way where people can contact us. So we'll try to do that through the website. I can set up a Facebook page as well. Ooh, yeah, there you go. An Instagram Let's Facebook. page. Let's do that through Facebook. If you're interested Let's in coming out here with suggestions from 1998, we can yeah. set up an email. Let's get up a <laughs> Yahoo account. You guys have a fax machine? Can you set up a, a Yahoo account? We're going to send account? out stamps to our listeners so they can mail us. I'll get on the telegraph and send it out to all of my friends. <laughs> so if you are interested in, uh, in being... 
possibly yeah. a guest on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Hit us up on or, Facebook or hit us up on Instagram. Or if you we'll have subjects or content ideas you'd like to hear us uh, yes. talk about, we would love to hear from yeah. you. Yeah. Because all three of us have Facebook accounts. You can look me up, Facebook. Yeah, and Carl's phone com. number is... Fu- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but look me up on Facebook, Carl Lee. Yep. Zach Bolton. Matty J. Don't look me up on Facebook. Don't look me up. Don't look him up on Facebook. That's for my friends. Me up. My, uh, <laughs> my, Instagram, my Instagram is swaggy underscore Z. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so millennial-ish. Carl's is reverse underscore black dad. Black reverse black dad. <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> is your firm a nipple plan yet? That's true. Missy Elliott, see here. My hey. ins- my Instagram is you're not actually a fucking model. <laughs> That's a so good one. look that up. That's a good one. No, I have a funny story about that lyric right there. So I was out last week and we were driving and we everybody's eating outside, so we were stopped at the stoplight and I had the song ready to play and I rolled down my window. These cute girls were having dinner and I'm like, I'm like, hey ladies, and they were like. They look up and I'm like, is that your firm and plan yet? And they're like, what? And I'm like, is that your firm and plan yet? And they're like, what? And I start playing the song. It's like, is it worth it? Let me work it. <laughs> nice. And then we start it's dancing to it. It was so it. funny. They just start laughing. It was I was going to say, if they didn't laugh, they were dead. No, they laughed. They loved it. It was hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to probably start doing some videos. That's probably like the that. only time anything ever positive came from two women enjoying a peaceful dinner being accosted by hey ladies (laughs) (laughs) i'm just thinking most of the time when that situation happens it doesn't end positively no yeah no Uh, all right fellas yep thank you so one wrapped up thank Thank you you. for listening slash watching we out peace don't forget to like and subscribe And follow us wherever fine podcasts are streaming. 